106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. Jimmy two times. How you doing? How you doing? I'm out here with the bros. What's good? Brother, it's been three weeks, man. So good to see you, fam. It's good to see you too, man. I've been fucking so busy, dude. It's crazy. I'm trying to get back in the swing of things, man. I, uh, I'm trying to get back into work. And now that made me... I worked out this week. It made me sore. Work is nuts. Like I'm going to work as feeling like a giant wound like a like a giant bruise like i'm moving yeah. slow and they got us doing extra work my supervisor was out for monday and tuesday so it's like i'm doing extra work there people are coming back into the office some people aren't but it's it's dude it's been so busy man are you guys busy at all like it's your job or what's what's going on with that um well up until i just just oddball stuff you know uh buttoning up contracts and um, doing paperwork and things like that so I'm actually off next week. I'm supposed to go on vacation, um, but obviously, you know, remodeling my basement, things like that. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna save some money and do a do a staycation, do work around the house. I was hoping to get outside, but yeah. Long story short, yeah. I mean, work was it's like tedious, busy though. You know, not really like selling a bunch of shit, but um, right. yeah, just trying to button up things. That way, when the the summer hits, it's just like free flowing. You can just knock everything out you know piece by piece day by day um just found out we're getting a little bit of a, a bump in pay so that's kind of cool uh, that's good news but uh yeah other than that man just uh same with you like just trying to get back into work and I, I skipped one week i was doing really really good i skipped a week and i felt like shit man it's like i'm starting from square one again you ever feel that way dude i felt that way last week because that's what i was saying it's like it, it's hard to get back into a routine I, I stopped like i think i stopped working out for like two weeks and then even getting back into it was hard because like i said it's like i, I did a workout felt really good but then i was so sore the next day that it i felt like the whole next day um i was like moving in slow motion mm. and then i had to come home and i wanted to do it again you know, I'm like, all right, I did one day. I want to do two days in a row because I don't want to skip a day. I can do different um, muscles, you know, um, worked out again. And then it's like, damn, I can't catch up with my body. Like my body is just it's like my body's so sore. So I don't know. I, I took a couple days off this week, but then work has been nuts. So I'm just, I'm just kind of like trying to catch up and, and whatever. But I have today after we get off here, I'm going to just try to do I'm going to do some laundry. I'm going to do some cleaning. And then I think I'm going to do another light workout because today I can just chill, you know, nice. and relax. I don't yeah. have to wake up early tomorrow or, you know what I mean? For sure. It's just crazy, man. But speaking of crazy, <laughs> I got to, I want to, I want to like jump right into this because I couldn't get with you guys and I was listening to what you guys were saying about this Will Smith shit. Yeah. But um, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what, 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 what is going on? Dude, I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to I'm gonna let you rant about it because obviously, you know, we we had an opportunity to talk on the show and kinda got a lot of my opinion out, but you can I really just there's so many layers to it, you know, and uh you try to see it from both ends, but it was just so shocking. I just turned it on within five minutes, I'm like, Holy shit, did this really just happen? And then you right. see like the awkwardness, and then you see it kinda cut out. Did you see it live or no? 
I did not see it live, dude. I was uh, <laughs> I was chilling. I, dude, I never really watched the Oscars. It's funny because I know my mom is like really into award shows, mm-hmm. and which which you know they're dope. But my boy sent me the clip, and he sent me two clips. So the first one was like the clip from the actual live uh thing because it was edited. Yeah, you know because they gotta they gotta focus on. Uh, when he's cursing or whatever, they cut it off so that live audience couldn't hear it. Right. You know, watching from home. So I'm I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, it's a it's a it's whatever. And once I couldn't hear Will and I realized he sent me another clip, I was like, I want to see the unedited just to see what's going on. And I clicked on it. And when I heard, I didn't know if it was real either, but you heard the slap from mm. the microphone that Chris was wearing. Yeah. But I think once he got once he got back to his seat and the camera was on him and he said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, he's really... And then seeing, like, seeing how Chris was so, like, embarrassed, mm-hmm. uh, it, that was the most awkward. I really felt bad for Chris, man. I was like, damn, dude. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, what do you do? You know, like, he, he's trying to keep... He's trying to save face. He's trying to keep the show going. It's like all these things happening at once. And he's, um, he was, he was disrespected. Like he was not only just disrespected, but he was assaulted. Right. Um, it, it was just sad, man. It was sad. It was sad to watch. And, um, it's funny because at first I wanted to go at will and be like, you know, which he's still in the wrong, but I was, I guess, the the more it went on, the more I've had time to think about it, I'm so disappointed in the Oscars. Like, I know they just came out and said they told him to leave and he didn't. It's like, dude, I don't give a fuck if you tell somebody to leave and they don't leave or not. It's your job to remove somebody if they if they commit a crime and if they hurt somebody. And as, as, a, as a Chris Rock, I mean, I'm a fan of both of them, but like as a I'm trying to put myself in that position, dude. If you if you hire me to come perform at your venue and you don't protect me, fuck you. Like I'll never I would never perform at the Oscars again if I was Chris, if I didn't get something for that. Like you don't you don't allow me to get hurt. I'm there for you and you allow me to get physically assaulted and then you let this motherfucker just sit down. Not only sit down and continue his day, but uh, you know, receive an award mm-hmm. and and go on and do a speech. And then I was thinking if a female comedian did that and he walked up and smacked the shit out of her, there's no fucking way he sits back down and collects his award. There's no way. Yeah. Well, like I was telling the guys, well, it's funny, same thing, because Hollywood didn't see it live and I sent it to him. He's like, oh, this is bullshit. And then he's like, uh-huh. he, he watched it and then he saw his feed just blow up with it the next day and he got all these memes and everything. So let's talk about the joke for a second itself, though. Like, this is, you got to understand, this is part of the job, right? Like, I mean, yeah. even though Chris Rock was only presenting an award, he's a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Will, Will's gone through a lot of shit the last few years, and I understand that. You know, and I'm, I'm a huge Will fan. I think this does hurt his credibility, though, even though he has been squeaky clean. Um, but imagine if Kanye did something like that. I mean, he's getting out of there... You know, they're, they're basically roping him up and dragging him out. You know what I'm saying? If, if you were, I did it. Same thing, you yeah. know, but for whatever whatever reason, Will gets a pass, you know, and I get defending your wife and things like that, but dude dude laughed, looked at her, saw that she was disappointed and, and pissed off about it, then just made this knee-jerk reaction from, I guess, years of frustration and not being able to 
I don't know. Because I know he came out with his book and stuff like that. It, it, there's a whole psychological thing that's going on with him, I think. It's just he, he had a, melt, a meltdown, basically, is what it comes down to. But the joke itself, I mean, it wasn't that bad, dude. I mean, we've, we've seen roasts. We've seen all these other things that are so much worse, you know. And, and yeah. I really don't believe Chris Rock knew about the alopecia. Yeah, I don't believe so either. And it's it's so funny because I almost feel like you can kind of, even if he did, you can be like, I, I just feel like we're, like there's just so many layers to this shit, dude. It's like it's like we're supposed to be at a place in society where you can always talk out your problems. So like anytime, you know, because I've heard a bunch of people say like, oh, if you disrespect somebody in the street, that's what happens. But it's also like, no, that's not what happens. If if somebody talks shit to you in the street and you punch them or you smack them, you're still going to get arrested. Right, Because right. unless somebody calls for violence, you can pretty much say whatever you want to somebody. I know that's a crazy concept, but you can talk shit. You know, how many times do you, do you, uh, you know, cut somebody off in a car? You go, fuck you. It's like, that doesn't allow somebody to get, you know, just because they're offended, get out of their car and hit your car or punch you it's like that you can do that but you're gonna get arrested there too it's there's there's assault and there's there's verbal abuse i guess but you can't just smack people you can't you can't be hitting people and so i think it's like it, it just sets a bad precedent when regardless of the joke because i've seen andrew schultz come at somebody that's in a wheelchair and be like oh you can't stand for this you know and mm. it's like I, I it's all subjective as to how a person takes the joke right 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 but but what's not subjective is what a crime is or what assault is you know we, we've already yeah. established that like as a society like if you hit somebody you've crossed the line you know it doesn't matter what someone says yeah so and i think every action has a reaction to you know you, yeah. it's unpredictable um i guess you know if you it's like the, like when people troll online and stuff like that. Like I I hate that. You know when people just do that and, and try to you know uh, down people and then you're always like oh you wouldn't say that to my face. But when some people do and then you get a reaction, it's kind of like damn you know. That's where I get like the human side of it. But there's got to be more decorum. You're on a grand stage. You you can't do that and then come on stage talking about being a a beacon for hope, peace, and love, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It just looks it's yeah. it's so sideways. Like it doesn't make sense. You know? Yeah, it's it's wild, dude. It's like and I'm trying to. I had like so many points, and it's just I'm I'm still so like it, it's been <laughs> days after, and I'm still like holy shit, dude. Like because I do think about like if I was somewhere with my girl, like and someone was disrespecting her, you know, what do you do at that point? Yeah, and right. I don't know, man. It's like there, there's verbal and there's and there's and there's physical. And I always felt like, like you know how like there's different ways to be a, a man, in mm -hmm. my opinion. You know, there's different ways to be a man. And I think at the end of the day, there's always someone that can whoop your ass, right? There's always sure. someone that can beat you up. And there's always there's also always someone that you can beat up. Yeah. I think that when so it's like people look at people look at it like this. If someone was huge, right? Like the rock, he comes by and starts disrespecting my girl. Verbally though. Verbally. When you're talking about physically, there's a different story there already. Sure. But we're talking about verbally. If somebody that's huge disrespects my my girl or your girl and you and you don't do anything, you're looked at as a pussy. Mm -hmm. But like if someone that's weaker than you comes up 
and that you could physically, that you could uh, obviously beat the shit out of or something, disrespects your girl and you don't do something, people aren't going to look at you as weak because you, you, they can clearly see that you could do something if you wanted to. But I think that showing restraint and keeping everything cordial is a true sign of a man. Because let's say somebody can beat your ass. It may not even be a pussy move to not do anything. It's just like, look, I don't want to put us both in danger. That's why, like, um, you know, my, my girl and I went to the movies one time and somebody was, you know, talking through the movie and she was getting frustrated. And it's like, yo, I, yeah, I don't want to get my ass beat by seven dudes, but that's not even the point. The point is I need to know where we're at as a man, right? If I'm mm. your protector, there's different ways to protect somebody. There's, there's ways to understand your circumstances, know where you're at, know what you can put up with and know what you can't put up with. And at the end of the day, if my, if my whole choice is to protect somebody, there's different ways of going about that. And so if my way is going, yo, yo, chill, don't, don't worry about these guys. Yeah, they're ruining the movie, but if you talk shit now, we're going to have, we might be physically at risk, both of us. And sure. if I get my ass beat, I can't <clears throat> even help you now. So you have to know your surroundings. And I think there's just different ways of being a protector. And the problem is that I thought about is like, first of all, a G.I. Jane joke, that would have came and went and people would have forgotten that joke within 10 seconds. Right. And, and if, so it's like with you defending her, quote unquote, it's like you blew this way out of proportion even more now than just letting it go. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, she looked upset on screen for two seconds. But imagine he would have just dropped it. No one would have been talking about it. And now yeah. everyone's talking about it days after. G she'd be a bad G.I. Jane, though. <laughs> I mean, think back to think back to Demi Moore, bros. Tell me you wouldn't tap that ass. <laughs> but, no, it's like, dude, the short hair works, you know? It works. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks good on, on, on women, man. Um, but what I want to say from the physicality standpoint, I think that comes with growth, too. It looks silly dumb because will's 53 years old and like I, I remember when i was younger yeah it's mr tough guy shit you know i got in a lot of physical altercations i've whooped ass i've had my ass whooped you know even in relationships the way you act out and, and you fight and argue um it's a skill you have to kind of work on you know and i've had to really change my ways over the years and um i'm you know it's that latin blood in me i guess a high t bad temper you know what i mean yeah, but uh yeah. i've really learned how to contain that and it, it takes work you have to really, uh, whatever you're going through, don't matter what, what nationality you are or whatever, um, you have to learn how to bottle that and talk to people and do whatever you got to do to be productive with that uh, bad energy that's in you. Because we all have it. You know what I mean? We all got to get it out. Whatever it may be, working out, talking to a therapist. There's so many, they have the, the world at their fingertips. And I know they're under a microscope all the time, but you're not going to tell me he doesn't have access to anything he wants. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. he had his moment, I guess, you know, I feel like, you know, our society is pretty, pretty forgiving. I think, you know, when people make mistakes with most people and I think with Will's track record, I think it'll eventually go away. Like I could see him working with Chris Rock eventually doing something. But Chris Rock is actually banking off this because his ticket sales are through the roof. I saw that. Yeah. You know, and uh, I know his first show, he's like, well, if you came here to hear about it, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know if he's talked about it since. Uh, I think that, that show was in Boston. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, how do you think he handled it, though? Like, I mean, it I was mad awkward at first, but. 
Dude, I was just gonna ask you too, cause you're talking about growth, right? And, yeah. Um. Dude, there's a, there's a, you know, I I've already brought this up in in a previous episode with our favorite books. One of the things that I like loved about To Kill a Mockingbird is the character Atticus Finch, and like, there's a part in the book and the movie where a guy spits in his face, and he just wipes his face, and he continues on because he he's he wants to keep his children are with him, and he's sort of like just holding his head high instead of like punching the guy or whatever and i was just gonna ask you it's different like it's crazy how will i think will took an opportunity to be the quote-unquote man because he's he's been so emasculated Mm -hmm. by her Mm -hmm. right but i think that as i'm getting older the idea of what a man really is has changed like so it's like for me I I used to think, yo, if somebody spits in my face, that's the ultimate disrespect. But, like, seeing how Atticus in this story held his head high, even when he got his face spat at, it's like, that's a man. And then, then, you know, it's it's almost like a man used to be, you take no disrespect from anybody. Whereas now that I'm older, a man is someone who holds their composure uh, when he needs to. And so... It's crazy how like Will thought in the moment probably what he was doing was what a man does, and I think it's the total opposite. I think that Chris Rock should have gotten an Oscar for the way he fucking acted. I think that that dude saved the show. He saved, he saved a lot of things right there, and he acted like a man. He 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 <laughs> he just was utmost like class, and yeah. and and I was so I had like. My respect for Will has gone down, whereas yeah. my respect for Chris has gone through the fucking roof. For sure. Because you, you can tell he actually wanted to say more, but he held himself back. Oh, dude. You, he was like, I could. And then he stopped. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit, dude. Like, it could have got damn, real bad. It could have got real bad. And then it's like, well, what's he going to do? Run back on stage and, and tackle him or fight him for real? <laughs> then he'll really get pulled off and thrown out, and then he'll really be in trouble. But yeah. that's why I'm saying it's like Chris not only saved the show but like he also saved the situation because as a comedian and being quick-witted he took it light mm. in the beginning and was like dude i like i said I, I, my my respect for chris has just gone through the roof but also i was thinking this too about will what do you think about this so she's publicly humiliated will right like publicly what through that entanglement stuff yeah um she talked about how he was a lot like the way he loves her is not what she needs. She's went and disrespected him. And I and I know this is a big take, like, through the media and all the stuff he's been going through. This is the straw that broke the candle's back. But where are we at a society where someone who you choose to be with can keep poking you and poking you and poking you, and now some innocent bystander gets the brunt of, of it? Right, And that, right. I don't think that that's fair. No, you know? it's not. It's like, okay, I get he said a joke, and that sent Will over the edge, but did it really? Because he laughed in the beginning, yeah. but it's again, it goes back to his wife now. The one who's been fucking publicly humiliating him, now she's upset. He feels like he has to defend her and takes his anger out on somebody else. And it's like, dude, you, that, that, I, I think there's a lot of mental issues going on there that he needs to fix. No, absolutely. He's definitely trying to figure some things out. Do you feel like it was a act of. Uh, he's yearning for her affirmation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like her love and stuff like that. Because that's the sense I got with everything yeah. that's going on. And the, you look at the timeline and how things have worked out. It's just a strange, I mean, listen, you know, open relationships and all these different ways of life. Like that's the world we live in now. So it, it's kind of wild. But, uh, yeah. you know, so to each their own. I mean, do your thing. But uh, 
man, I, I really felt like it was a, a last ditch effort to try to earn her um, love and respect in a way. You know what I mean? But, it's, but like, imagine you and I, like, we know our senses of humor. And I'm sure, like, they've hung out before. You know, they know each other. Yeah. Um, Imagine we have a sense of humor or you and another friend have a sense of humor, a certain rapport, and then all of a sudden they start acting out towards you because their their woman is disrespected when normally that behavior is fine because yeah. people know how to, you know, I, I just, I don't, it's, it's weird because when you go to an extreme, like even with like school shootings, right? What's mm. the common theme? It's It's kids getting bullied by kids, but then because of that, they take it out on everybody. Yeah. No way you spin it is it right to where just because you're dealt shitty cards or just because you're getting poked by certain people, does that mean that you could take it out on other people Yeah. or, or everyone else? Especially in this situation where it's like, Will, you chose to be in an open relationship, but obviously you can't handle it because you're the one that's always being emotionally fucked on this. So you're allowing yourself to be emasculated. And now when you feel like it's convenient to be a man, you go assault somebody. Yeah, I, I just there's no way to spin this thing where I feel like he's in the right and the fact that he lost That's why I'm so upset with the Oscars It's like what if someone else lost their shit and instead of smacking somebody they ran up and punched somebody The Oscars needs to protect the people that are there. Well again, where's the security? Right. You know I mean you got all these millionaires there and, and uh -huh. there's no security nothing You know nobody to uh, to stop anything from happening and what right. if he just will catches him in a temple and Chris drops You know, what I mean smacks smokes his head on the ground I mean, it could have been so much worse, but... Uh, I know. Yeah, it's just... I heard a, you make that point, too, and I, that's a good point, dude. Like, I, yeah. I was listening to the to the podcast, you guys, and I was and I heard you say that, and I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, whether whether Chris Rock fell the wrong way and smacked his head, and now he's in a coma, or, like I said, maybe, what if it was a female? Would they have let him continue? Dude, I thought about this at work. If somebody smacks the shit out of you at work, and the company I work at allows that guy to just sit down and continue his day like nothing happened i'm suing my job yeah <laughs> like straight up like right. what the fuck dude I, if you can't protect me then you're not doing your job yeah so i don't know i'm more i'm more apt to fucking boycott the oscars than i am even boycott will smith but i do think will smith needs to get help and he needs to really he needs repercussions for this dude you can't just you can't just assault somebody and get away with it well because then it's, it sets the wrong precedent right for for everybody like again going back to the point about uh wanting to to live and in, in, uh you know stand for peace and love and all that stuff but it just it's it's so sideways man and i guess the human element too though you know when you say something and you, nobody knows really what they go through on a daily basis and how they're feeling and things like that yeah you know i can't say there's a if someone wants to test me one day it's say some sly shit and there's days I'll, a lot of times just let it roll over your shoulder but you catch somebody on the wrong day mm -hmm. where everything's going bad and somebody can snap you know i think we've all been there in, in, in some degree you know oh dude yeah yeah and uh it was definitely a moment of weakness but there, there's so many layers there and i think you're right you know i think we'll at the end of the day one of the best actors of all time you know what i mean overall great dude from from what it looks like so I hope he he gets he figures it out, man. Because that type of shit can't keep happening, you know. And I'm sure yeah. it was more more or less a one off. But oh man, what what an ugly situation. Such a big one off. I mean, dude, I think both of you and I would have both agreed too. Like, because I'm not perfect at all. I'm sitting here talking shit, and it's like, okay, but I've snapped before. Mm -hmm. But I think even in those situations, we look back at ourselves and we're like, 
that ain't how I want to be though. For sure. Like, yeah. you know, you might I, totally understandable. You catch me on the wrong day. I might react, but, e but in hindsight, I would be like, damn, that's not the kind of, I want to walk around. I basically want to have my mind like a vault to where nobody has control over what's going to set me off Yeah. because that's not, you know, the ultimate control or, or it should be over yourself. You know, like if, if someone else can push your buttons and you lose it, then you're basically, you know, you're, you're being controlled by other people. And I know it's in a perfect world, you'd never be controlled by anybody. That's not how it works. Of course, we get pissed off when people do shit to us. But ultimately, we want to have the most control possible. And the fact that he didn't on the big stage that it was, and it, it's almost like he was manipulated. And Yeah, because look, look who benefits now. It's not him. He's going to take the brunt of everything. The Oscars, yeah. yep. they're going to benefit. And obviously, Chris Rock will, even though... A lot, a lot of people say, oh, he looked like a bitch for the way. No, I thought he, like you said, he took it like a champ and uh, made the best of a shitty situation at that time, like a true I professional, heard, you know what I mean? Yes. I heard he even apologized to Wanda Sykes. Really? Um, yeah, because he was like, I'm sorry that this, that, you know, this was your night. You guys were hosting. You mm -hmm. women were hosting. You were doing a great job. I'm sorry that this overshadowed you guys. And for, and she came, she was on Ellen, I think. And she was like, for him to even do that, it's not his fault, and he apologized. Mm -hmm. Will apologized to the Academy. He didn't apologize to us. That's true. And it's like, you know, look at how many things were were, were overshadowed, too. I heard um, Samuel L. Jackson won an Oscar. Right, right, one of, yep. One of my favorite actors. You would have thought he would have won an Oscar a while ago, being that how many movies he's in and the, and the value that he's added to all the movies. I heard that um, Quest Love won an Oscar. Yep. I, I didn't even know that. It's like, holy shit, man. This guy... There was a guy I heard that was deaf that won an Oscar. Like, all these things overshadowed by somebody who lost their shit, and then not only that, just got to continue the night like nothing was wrong. Mm -hmm. Unfucking believable dude. The more I think about the, the fact that no one did anything, that really pisses me off. I, get, I think I get more upset because it's like, dude, if I got assaulted and, and someone just gets to go on, like, what are we doing? Dude, in comedy clubs, people get escorted for yelling. Yeah. You know, like even when someone someone brought up Kanye West, like uh, about the Taylor Swift thing, I'm like, yeah, he should have been thrown out for that, and mm -hmm. he didn't even assault anybody. He just kind of ruined a moment. Yeah, that's that's the same as almost heckling. Like, I, you know me, dude. I love Kanye, but it's like, bro, if you do that, 100%, you're warranted to be thrown out. Sure. I wouldn't even have been upset at that, dude. It's like, bro, I respect you running up there and speaking your mind, but you ruined a show. You get escorted. So and, I, uh, I didn't just, 50 Cent do that to somebody back in the day. I think it was at one of the uh, music awards where he, he, he didn't do anything per se, but he got up and like somebody won and he felt like he should have won the award. So he got up and like walked behind him and then went back and sat down. It was really weird, but it was very oh, it was disrespectful too. It was, it was years ago. I don't even remember that, dude, but that's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him, but <laughs> but like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it's just, I just really feel like we, we should hold the Oscars accountable because like, you know, even then, Oh, well, we told him to leave and he didn't. Okay, so what if he smacked the shit out of a female? That's going to be your statement then? Well, we told him to leave, he didn't. Well, what? call the fucking cops. Right, and I think that's why people were thinking it was staged at first, too, because the Oscars have been down for so long and the viewership's mm -hmm. been down. And it's really, like, I don't even think to watch it. I haven't watched it in years besides mm -hmm. that. And I just have, just because I was bored and wanted to throw something on. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, 
I can't. Well, you picked a good one to tune into. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, it was freaking hot button. It was great to talk about, man. I mean, it was, that's all anybody was talking about. And I was listening to, even on radio, people were just enamored with it. You know what I mean? I was lost in just so many different points and um, viewpoints and, and ways to look at it. And there's so many layers to that story, which uh, I think was shocking, too, because it is Will Smith, you know? Dude, I was just going to say that. It's like, you, there's a lot of people that are hot-tempered. You know, they just have that hot-headed temperament. Yeah. And Will is, like, the last person you'd expect to be that guy. That's what's so weird. He's, like, one of the cleanest actors. Like, just for him to be even, like, the, the rapper that he is, the actor that he is, the type of person he is, he's so mild with everything and so professional and such a good-hearted dude, it seems like. For him to be the one that yeah. does this shit, it just blows my mind. And yeah. that's how you know he's un, he's a, a little bit unhinged. For sure. And, you know, he fucked up. There's no doubt no doubt about it. Definitely dead wrong for this. I just hope, uh, you know, he can recover. But he definitely hurt his credibility a little bit with that because that's, you know, it's one of the probably worst things he could have done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. You're presenting an award somebody comes up and smacks the shit out of you and you uh you hold it together mm. are you accepting that apology or are you gonna or are you smacking the fuck out of him next time you see him in the street <laughs> oh man first of all i don't think i could hold my composure like chris rock he's a better man than me <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably running and tackling will smith like ray lewis dog but uh, <laughs> uh let's just say but let's just say though honestly let's just say yeah because think about this though and i and i i do the funny thing is i know you yeah. Like, so you probably would have, you probably just would have returned one without even thinking. That shit would have been two smacks. It would have been boop, boop, right back, you know? But yeah, but man. let's just say for some reason you were so shocked even that it happened mm -hmm. that by the time he walked away, you were able to just be like, well, fuck it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, And you kept it going, even though, it, even if you were embarrassed. Think about who that person would be. Have you ever been smacked like that? Or have you ever been like, like put on the spot like that where a bunch of people are watching and you get punked or whatever like that i did yeah i can remember one time specifically and uh i was around a bunch of people i was like i didn't really know and uh you remember bobo right my boy phil yeah yeah so yep. yeah i was hanging out with with some people and uh we were doing a little rap stuff in the street and uh <sighs> dude wanted to show off in front of his boys and he kind of sucker punched me and uh I didn't want to get into a scrap there because I didn't know there was so many things that could have happened. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance I didn't. I don't walk out of there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I had to sit there and, and look like a fool for that moment. It's it's very humiliating, it's demoralizing, all that stuff. You know, um, I don't know. Like if it was like I don't know what the relationship is. It's kind of like you know when when you and Z got into it at, at my old apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's your boy, like say you did it. I think I'd be more willing to accept an apology because there's a lot of friendship there. But if it's just some yeah. dude, you know, disrespecting me, no. You know what I mean? Like, I get people make mistakes and stuff like that, but I don't know. I mean, if you're willing to disrespect me in front of the world, you know what I mean? What else are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? That's so, what I mean. Yeah, what does that do to your friendship even? Or, like, imagine if I got with a girl and be and okay yeah because that's what i think is happening here let's say we're friends right which we are but let's say i got with a girl who all of a sudden is like changing my character that mm -hmm. you that you like because 
it's who I am that why we click. Right. And now my character is changing. And then because of her, I'm willing to go to a to a length to disrespect you that I never have before. Wouldn't you kind of be like, well, yeah, we got all this history, but it ain't even been the same since you got with this lady and she's affecting you this much in a negative way. I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, wouldn't you want to just smack the shit out of that motherfucker next time you've seen him? I think so, yeah. You know, like, yo, yeah. you're going to let this woman not only, like, manipulate you, but change <coughs> who I who I love as a person, yeah, as a for friend. Sure. A and point. now you disrespect, and you, like, she's the one that kind of is, like, pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. Like, now you're going to get fucking smacked back just for that, too. Right, like, that right. you, you're allowing this woman to fucking fuck up our friendship and who you are and you smack me like i don't fuck that apology i'm smacking the shit out of you when i see you that's, <laughs> right. how, that's how i feel dude like i because I, I look at will like i know will could whoop my ass but yeah. if he walks up to me and goes i I really apologize i'm gonna go all right cool but i gotta get this smacking dude i gotta smack the shit out of right, you one right. time yeah just because like that shit wasn't warranted bro <laughs> well, and i think if you could go back you know or if will could go back i think that's that's something that he could have handled like afterwards yo that yeah. was disrespectful you don't need to cut into my wife like that I felt yeah. you crossed the line this is what's going on don't let it happen again type shit you know that's fine that's that's how you stand up and, and say hey you gotta, you gotta set parameters right uh, with your boys or whatever but uh, again I really don't think the joke was that bad it wasn't no. the greatest joke either but I mean I just don't it didn't warrant that whole thing man and look how look what it's thing. become that's the thing, bro. Let's say, let's say, and this probably will happen because, like, my girl, she actually listened to the podcast a little bit. She's like, I love hearing, like, your boys and, like, how they are with each other and they're funny. That's you dope. know how we rip on each other. Imagine if I bring my girl over, which I will because I want her to meet you guys. Sure. Imagine you say something that normally is fine to, like, you and I. Yeah. But she gets a little offended. I'm going to be like, bro, I'm going to probably just pull you aside and be like, hey, man, I know, like, that's how we get down, but she's really not, like, feeling right about that. Yeah. I know if you have... If you care about me enough, you're going to be like, yo, man, I'm sorry. I want to apologize to her. For sure. Because that's how it is. And the same would go for me and you. But I would never just be like fucking try to like overly be aggressive when that's not even me anyway. Mm -hmm. Just like show out in front of my girl. And I think that's what happened. But that's not how you handle things. I would be like, yo, Philly, I, she's she's not like this. She's real sensitive about this, dude. Can we kind of like stay away from that? Yeah, yeah. If you and if, and then if you keep going, then I'm just I'm not I'm still not gonna get physic physical. I would just be like, wow, my boy doesn't even respect me enough. Let's get out of here, and I'll take my girl and leave. For sure. So I feel like if that I feel like if he would have even walked up on stage and whispered that in his ear, like, hey man, she's real sensitive about this. She has blah blah blah. He, I feel like Chris Rock probably would have apologized then and there, for that. But instead, he smacked them, and here we are. Yeah. You know. It's just, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. As bad as we want to smack the shit out of people, we just can't do it, man. You, you know? can't do it. You, you can't. just can't do it. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish that was the case. But actually, I, I don't wish that because there's always someone that could smack me and fucking rightfully so, but <laughs> smack the shit out of me and then go on with their day. I always hate to get hit in the face, too. I've been smacked, dude. Oh, shit. I don't remember if I've ever been smacked in the face like that, though. No, like, like, not, not by a dude, but, you know, ex-girlfriends. Oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I've Definitely been smacked. Been smacked. I've been smacked, dude. I, that's the thing, man. I remember one time I got smacked in my ear, and it like mm. it like like threw off my uh, equilibrium. Yeah, my equilibrium, and I almost yeah. fell over. And I was smacked from behind. And I was always thinking, like after I saw this, I was like, damn, I wish Chris Rock would have just smacked him in his ear, dude. 
just <laughs> while he was walking away, you know? Smacking but, that ass from behind or no? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he would have smacked his ass. Just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah man I, I don't know dude that that shit was just i again chris like hats off to chris man yeah yeah definitely handled it like a pro yeah so more, i have to more, see yeah i have to see what comes of it man it's a wild story dude just took the world by storm i know i cannot fucking believe it happened still it, it blows my fucking mind well, it's uh, spring break this week. I mean, how how's things out in New York, man? I know um, the mandates were, were lifted, right? You don't have to wear a mask anymore and stuff? Or prove yeah, your vaccination you, status? Is that right? Right, right. Yep, you don't have to. <clears throat> and I haven't been out since then. But, uh, like, even at work, you mm-hmm. know, we're not, we don't have to. We can. Like, there's definitely people that do. I still do sometimes. Like, I'll walk around and wear my mask still. Yeah. Um, Just depending on where I'm at or who i'm around because i want to make other people feel comfortable at my job sure um but yeah it's not we don't have to anymore so um like today i think it's it's like in the 50s today but it's real chilly Mm -hmm. but it's it's nice day man and i just i can't wait for summer dude i don't know about you but i cannot wait for the for it to start warming up i'm chomping at the bit bro and i was really hopeful that next week because i'm off work too i was hoping that uh Weather would be nice. I can start putzing around outside and getting getting it together. You know, I got dogs digging trenches in my backyard, so I got to take care of that. I mean, so much work to do, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a little staycation, and I'm gonna just try to enjoy as much as I can. But yeah, I cannot wait for summer, dude. I mean, come on already. I know. I'm thinking about like all the activities. Even like me, like I I don't think like I'm more of a I don't think I'm a nature type dude. Like like my girl today, she's <coughs> going on a hike. You know, with her roommate. And nice. I'm not like the hikey guy. I would probably go just to do it. Um, but also even just walking around in the city, I used to love doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it would be the equivalent in Michigan to, to taking a drive somewhere with the fucking windows down and the hair, uh, you know, the, the wind blowing. I don't have any hair, but the wind blowing <laughs> in, the, in the window and like just, you know, playing music. I can't wait to just walk around the city again, man. Take the ferry and ride on top where the wind's blowing. And um, yeah, just having options. You know, like she likes going to the beach. I'm not really like a beach guy, but I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait to fucking just wear shorts and take my shirt off. Yeah. You know? No doubt. Yeah, man. There's so much more to do when it's nice out. You know what I mean? It could just be a nice day and you can sit in your backyard or like on the patio and just chill. You know what I mean? Soak in the sun and uh, I, I love it, man. I, I love those summer nights and days. Um, so what else is going on? I mean, any, any other news or well it's opening days actually for the tigers next friday i think i'm gonna go downtown that's gonna be fun i haven't been downtown in a minute yeah i'm sure it's gonna be live you know 24th street pizza for their award-winning pizzas from their barbecue chicken deep south dill and blt pizzas to their hawaiian barbecue super veggie and even chicken fettuccine alfredo pizza they have so much to choose from but they've got more than just pizza at 24th street pizza they've also got toasted subs flatbreads chicken fish pasta salads the list goes on Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a 1,000 five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24thStreetPizza.com. So, yeah, man, you were asking about the city uh, down in the D, and it has changed. I think it's gotten much better over the years, and um, we're actually getting the NFL draft here in 24, which is really – it's a big deal, you know what I mean, just for the city because it brings, you know, good pub and – 
for sports fans, obviously, you know, it's a big deal. So that'll be another big party, big event. It's like a, it's a three day event now. So I think that'll be great for the city. You know, yeah. I, I still like going downtown to the casinos and stuff. Haven't really hung out in, in the bars, but, uh, I'll probably do that for opening day, you know, with, uh, I think me and Mateo and trying to get my brother to go. So that'll be fun. Yeah, man. I think and my mom's been my mom has been going to casinos and stuff too, because like that's just a big thing in in Michigan. Period. That's like a I feel like it's like a huge Detroit culture thing. You know, like yeah. I try to explain to people in New York like what we did for fun and shit. I came out here. I think the first year that I was out here, I went straight to a strip club because I was like, that's what I was used to. To and, the joint. Uh, I went to the joint, and <laughs> it it was like so expensive and not even like a good experience really here because it was just like a money grab mm. whereas in michigan it's like casinos and strip clubs they're all it's not just i don't know maybe some people think about casinos as just gambling but i feel like it's an experience and yeah. same thing with strip clubs it's like all right it's just you know women a certain way but in detroit it's like an experience you know you just have a good time you go to the you go to the strip club instead of the bar you yeah. just hang out with women all night and you drink and um they play good music it, the atmosphere is dope you know but here it was weird man it was like i think there's some places that you can come out in new york where the strip clubs are cool but you either got to have a shit ton of money or you go to the regular ones and you're spending so much money and you're not even getting really a good experience like the women aren't friendly and mm -hmm. i hate to like talk bad about them but it's just, it didn't seem like the the norm like it was in michigan yeah I remember my first dance. It was in uh, Canada up at Cheetahs, bro. Um, oh, yeah. I remember going up there, and I don't know. She kind of ruined that whole experience for me because she was, like, talking about life and stuff. I'm like, baby, I just want to dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be your therapist right now. You know what I mean? This is, like, my night out. I need to uh, – I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, – you know, in certain times, special occasions, I don't mind it, but it's not, like, something I like to do on the reg, you know? Yeah, no, and I mean, it's it doesn't help you get hard when, when a woman's talking about her daddy issues, you know what I mean, and how she grew up without cereal, you right. know what I'm saying, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about it, but it's like, look, I don't need to know how you poured water on your Cheerios because you didn't have milk in the fridge, you know what I'm saying, like, that's just not really helping me out right now. Yeah, I just want to know if you're going to dance or no, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, an ass or no. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, speaking of music, man, I know Grandmaster B's been going nuts with his concerts, um, so that stuff's starting to happen again. And actually, uh, Joe Rogan's coming here in May. I was thinking about getting tickets to that. Oh, that would be lit. Yeah, I'd that like to see lit. him. It's for the comedy show, obviously, so I think that'd be pretty cool. You ever heard of, uh, well, obviously, you probably heard of him, but you ever listen to Tool? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I just got on Tool, like, out of nowhere. I know they've been around for a long time. And um, I was in Indiana helping my cousin with some stuff, and I listened to Tool. And, dude, I swear to God, I listened to that, their newest album, the whole ride back from, uh, well, I drove from Michigan, but from Michigan back to New York, dude, that shit is just, I mean, I don't know, man. There's something about heavy metal. It's like, as long as it's not that screamo stuff, mm -hmm. for me, I just feel like with heavy metal, it's it's... It's such a good sound the way they mix their uh their instruments like you really hear the drums you really hear like every every drum every cymbal and 
the guitars are crazy. I don't know, man. It's something about that band. I was just like, damn, this is what... Because, you know, you get used to... And I'm not knocking uh, Nickelback or whatever, but you get used to, like, this pop rock. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear a lot of the instruments separated. They all feel like they're mixed on one track. And I feel like sometimes when I listen to heavy metal, it seems like every instrument is isolated. It just yeah. really bangs in the car, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, I dig it. I mean, it's funny because this whole fives thing, you know, I was out at a buddy's last night getting all pickled, man, and um, I had to crash on the couch. But I was, I brought up, I'm like, I was trying to ask people like what their five favorite bands were. Nobody could really come up with five, and I even struggled. You know, I think I got to four, and I'm like, damn, you know. I was like, uh, I had Pac on there, um, Darius Rucker, ACDC, and, uh, you know, then we started talking about, like, we started talking about, like, the grunge era, era and all that stuff. You know, it's just yeah. so much good music out there. Oh, man, it's just so hard to pinpoint, dude. Like, it just, whatever, that's what's great about it, though. Whatever you're feeling, you know, whatever you're going through, there's something for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I love, Speaking of, like, grunge and stuff, like, um, uh, last time I was on my girls, I think her roommate was playing Nirvana, which, of course, dude, it, mm-hmm. it's classic, but... Um, it's interesting because when I'm at my cousin's, man, my cousin really likes, um, like a lot, he likes a lot of heavy metal and I was always off or or put off by heavy metal because I didn't like the, I couldn't understand the lyrics. Like it would either be too screamo or it would be too, too like low in an octave or somewhere it was like hard to hear. But my cousin likes heavy metal specifically for the instruments. And I did notice that like you could listen to Nirvana and you're really hearing Kurt Cobain's voice prominently. Mm-hmm. And the, the and the melodies are cool, but it's really, you know, you hear those lyrics and the lyrics are the catchy part. And when I go back and listen to like Tool, the guy's got a great voice, but it's mostly just the sound, the instruments that I really like. So it's it's weird how you listen to different genres for different reasons, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, it's funny too, because I was listening to uh, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. He had a DJ Who Kid on there. And he was just talking about, you know, he made the, the job fun and everything. He was talking about like all the, the stuff with G Unit and how he's with Nori and all those guys. And he's like, "Man, he's like, once I do a show now, now, now he's doing like EDM stuff and all that. And he wanted uh-huh. to travel around Europe and and do something different. And he's like, once I do a show, he's like, I just want to sit there and listen to like hip hop all day. You know what I mean? Like, I want to go once I'm done, I'm done, type mm-hmm. shit. So it's kind of like that too, you know. And yeah. you, you want to expand and, and and listen to new things. That's why I can go from country." to marley to some hard pock you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no i, I mean dude i love that song simple man by leonard skinner it's still to this day and it's crazy because i love the guitar in there and i also love the lyrics yeah but but then there's other almost like heavy metal bands where you, you could put on like uh, metallica or something like that or or tool and you're like man it's the instruments that's really prominent um that are really prominent and it, it gives you like this really hard edge and then you go back to hip hop and it's it's all lyrics, you know, and and it's just yeah, it's cool to have a big range where you can listen to all types of different music. Yeah, absolutely. So is there any new hip hop you're listening to right now? Oh man, it's funny. I I haven't been listening to anything new really except for um what the hell came out? Something came out. Oh, I listened to um Half of the Slaughterhouse guys. They they dropped the album, Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye. I don't know if you were a fan of Slaughterhouse, but you know it's it's Royce the Five Nine, Joe Budden, um, Joel Ortiz, and Crooked Eye. Yeah, and they they kind of had like a, a little falling out, and uh, half the group put out an album to talk about how the group fell apart. And I was listening to that um, a little bit along with Tool when I was on my 
my journey to Michigan and back. And um, that was it's good hip hop, man. It, it's it's you know it, it's um, they have a purpose at least when they speak. And um, I like Benny the Butcher. Mm. He dropped an album um, or like a mixtape, but there hasn't really been anything out lately, man. Like I I can't. It's it's kind of a weird time, isn't it? Like it is, yeah. It seems like it's everybody's quiet right now. Maybe people are waiting for the summer. Who knows? It's weird how like when you have like those four, like I have like maybe four rappers like J Cole, Big Sean, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of who else. Nas was Nas dropped the album not too long ago. That was pretty dope. But you got like these four or five rappers that you might really like, and then it sucks when they all take a break. Yeah. Because then you're just yeah. like, damn, like there's nothing else to listen to except for trash. Right. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Speaking of uh, music, how's um, how's the album situation? So I just last week, uh, or actually this week that just passed, I recorded the last of. Um, I had a song where my boy or the guy that's producing my my album wanted me to redo a second verse. On one of my songs, he just said that the second verse wasn't hitting the way the first verse was. He wanted me to change it entirely. And normally, I would never do that. But because I wrote the verses in different times, I kind of, like, sided with him. I was like, eh, maybe maybe it doesn't hit the same because I wrote it at a different time. Mm. Um, which is weird because now I'm writing a second verse or now I wrote a second verse to it. And this is way later. But I listened to him. I wrote it when I was in Michigan, and this week that just passed, I just recorded it and sent it back to him. So I, my part is like completely done. Yeah. And it's he's he sent me probably maybe six or seven of the ten, eleven songs that are on there, uh, and I've approved all of them. So I'm waiting on like three more, two or maybe three or four more songs. Uh, to listen to that he's working on and I have to give him the okay and then uh, it'll be ready for mastering and, and be done dude and I gotta start shooting videos and stuff so that's lit. I'm excited man I'm, I, I really like how it sounds so far I'm actually really excited about it that's awesome man yeah I can't wait to hear it now when it comes to writing as a former writer uh, there was a, a moment the other day where I really wanted to, to write but I was just so tired and I knew I had a busy day at work the next day where like when do you do you like plan your time to write out or does it just hit you and you just grab the pen and pad i think it's it's funny that you say that because um this morning when you said you know you were you weren't ready to record yet i was like all right um now that i have time because i set up my computer and i was all ready to go and i'm like cool whenever philly calls then we'll, we'll jump on mm. i was like um my, my roommate is gone for the weekend. So I just kind of turned on some music and was like, just listening to some beats. And me doing that, it's like, I'm not gonna come up with a song before you and I are ready to do something, but I might come up with a couple lyrics here and there. So in that case, like if I was tired or I knew I didn't have time to really commit, I just start throwing on beats. And if something comes to me, I'll just write that down. Even if I don't have time to finish it, I'll just write down that little bit because that little bit is easier to go back to because you're not starting from scratch you're starting sure. from something yeah as no opposed to just starting from scratch so yeah yeah I, I normally i don't feel like i pick a time to write i feel like when i i feel like i i let a starting point just happen and then once that starting point happens then i'll pick a time to go back to it you know yeah i've uh, later on that's what i started doing too i'd jot down either in my notes in my phone or if i would always keep a pad and the whip 
and uh, if something came to mind, I'd write down a few bars. And like you're saying, that's that's the best way to do it. Or if I'm working out and I'm playing a beat or something, you know, I'll jot it down and come back to it. Whereas before, I used to be like so super structured. Remember, I used to type out my lyrics and everything. Yeah. Half of that was just so I could see it in the studio because I'm blind as a fucking bat. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's funny. I'm always interested to to hear how artists um, go about their business that way. You know, it's cool because I remember writing cruising up north on a freaking moped. And on the edge of a mountain, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah, it's crazy. It just drew inspiration. I was just feeling it and freaking jammed it out, you know? So I think that's dope, though, man. Yeah, that's the best way, dude. It's like when it just comes to you. Because sometimes something will come to me at work or whatever, and I can't sit there and write. I have to focus on work, but I'll just write down in my phone those two little lines I have or maybe like an idea for a song. And then that way, when I get home, I'll come back to it and... You know, it's getting harder and harder now to be structured, though, because, like I said, it's like I'll, I'll get off work. Work will drain me. The commute is long. I mm-hmm. get home. I want to eat. I want to work out. I got to shower if I work out. There's so many things. I, I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's like when you have a nine to five, dude, it's um, it takes up a big chunk of your day, dude. So that it's like even me wanting to eat better and not have to cook at home. That takes time. Yeah. And... Am I cooking every day or am I cooking once for a few days? You know, it's like everything takes time if you want to do it. And I'm trying to get back into working out and caring about my health. It's like, man, that stuff will drain you too. I mean, yeah. Well, now you know, kind of, even like during football season, it's tough. You know, I got to rearrange the schedule because it's like, man, you work, you go to practice, you got to find time to, you know, eat something. That's why I might have to eventually get back to the weekends in the fall. But, you know, you got to just, uh, it's managing time and figuring out a schedule that works for you. And it's always different. I know it's not easy, man. I just want to make sure I, I looped you in because obviously we miss you on the show. And, you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get back on track here shortly. Yeah, no, and I appreciate it, dude, because that, that's kind of what I thought about. I thought about you, how your schedule was when you do football because it, it's one thing that if you're on autopilot, but when you're involved in a lot of things that really take mental focus and energy it's like it it does it it taxes you a little bit for something else you want to fit in your day Mm -hmm. like sometimes even if i want to work out after work i might not even work out because i'm like man work just got me tired dude like mentally tired and then well you skip that day well now i have to work out the next day so no matter how tired i am the next day i force myself to work out but then i'm even more tired the following day yeah it's it's like everything has an effect on other things and i think uh it's hard, man, but that's why I'm trying to eat better and, you know, because those things give you more energy, too. Like, the, the better you, you eat, the better you feel. For sure. Um, getting more sleep is important. Yeah. So. Well, this week, that's why I tried to get more on a schedule. Like, I started going to the gym, like, right after work. That way I got yeah. time to cook dinner. Um, and I got the evening to just kind of relax and unwind and go to bed at a decent time. <clears throat> um, I fall into that trap of binge-watching shows. Like, I'm hooked on Yellowstone right now. And, uh, you know, you're trying to fit all this stuff in. It's a little bit easier for, like, Hollywood and I because we're single guys. Like, you're trying to yeah. balance work, working out, music, podcasts, relationship. You know, same with Grandmaster B. And, uh, you know, we're, we're at the end of the day, we're normal people. Hopefully one day we could do this for a living. You know, we'll see. We'll yeah. see how it all works out. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, man, that the balance is tough, you know. It's real life, dude. It's it's like, and it doesn't slow up for anybody either. It's, it's crazy. Like, like you said, like, even... 
that's another thing that I didn't even bring up is like relationships. You got to dedicate time to that because it's important. You know, it's not just uh, you got other person involved and it's yeah, dude. I, I also like haven't seen a friend of mine out here in New York in a long time that we used to do music together and he's got a girl now. So it, it's just crazy, man. It's so weird. Like just how time goes by and how people remember, that was a song we made too. remember that song time. Goes oh, by. yeah. Yep. It was dope. As time yeah, like, goes by, we that. all going to die. Life's was too lit. short, so my boy's going to Was it? Yeah. We all going to ride or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. But that was cool how that was, you know, we're always doing something that's that's that has to do with dedicating time towards something productive, though. And that's really important, man. I can't lie. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you got to have those things. You know, it's, it's really important just to your... Uh, your positive energy, you know what I mean? It's you got to just find time for it, regardless of your situation. Always try to. I think do that. it's cool though when you talk to people. I don't know if you have this, but you ever talk to somebody that can't believe you do this thing? Oh like, yeah. Whether it's music or podcast, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. Because to them, their weekend is like, or or whatever. Not even their weekend, but their outlet, I guess, is like maybe a physical activity, or mm -hmm. uh, or maybe it could be recreational, like something like going to the bars and drinking or whatever. And it's like we're like kind of creating content you know yeah i think that's cool oh yeah it's great and people don't understand the process like they see like videos on youtube and it's <laughs> people are just putting stuff out you know and you, you want to obviously know what you're talking about so i try to stay away from things i don't know much about because i think that's how you get yourself in trouble but uh you oh, know yeah. I think we've definitely done a, a good job and you can see the growth like we were talking about this as a group um thursday night when we released 47 and you just look at the the growth since then you know you and i starting it out and we just had the little the little pod track and it's just you and i spit around ideas and we talked about all this shit and i threw that idea about growing the show with more people and we weren't sure how it was going to work and mesh and we obviously had ups and downs and, and there's not we're all not going to agree all the time but at the end of the day, so far so good. People find it entertaining, and we're going to continue to grow. You know, and we changed structure. You know, and I think that was a valid point by you, and and we implemented that, and I think that's working. You know, and um, that's what good teams do, man. They put their heads together for the betterment of the team, and pick each other up when we're down, man. And it's rolling. So I I, I really enjoy it. I really do. So do I, man. I love catching up too. But I wanna, um, I actually wanted to ask you a question about like spe speaking of like time management things. Like, where do you find time to, like, are you looking right now for somebody, or as far as relationships goes, or are you just taking time to be by yourself and chilling and enjoying being single? Like, what, where, where's your head at with that? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, uh, I was talking about this the other day and. It's really just taking my time because I think when you're in a long relationship, you know, you put so much and there's so much invested, you know, and mm -hmm. um, when things don't necessarily work out, you need that time to yourself. And in other situations, it happens quicker for the other person, whether they wanted it to or not, you know, situations happen. For me, I just I think I just need still need time to digress and, and go through things for me. Um, obviously, I enjoy being in a relationship and, you know, I've there's definitely uh people you meet that that could be great fits but i feel like the timing piece is so important and you don't want to give not even like 75 percent of yourself i want to be able to give my full self but i feel like at this point in time i still need a little bit more time just to take time to myself and keep growing and keep bettering myself you know what i mean i think that's um 
the worst thing you can do is half-ass something. And that's, I don't want to do that for myself or for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. What What's, that's crazy too, because again, it's like, that's such a good message and it's so important, but it's, it's almost scary at the same time, because what if somebody comes along that is so right for you, mm-hmm. but because you think it's the wrong time, it's like, do you avoid committing and then possibly lose that option? Or it's like, what would it take to kind of bend what the right time really is just to just to hold on to something like that? You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, oh, for sure. I think, yeah, I've kind of gone through that situation. And uh, it's it's tough because it's like you always run that risk. You know, someone else comes along, swoops her up, and, you know, it's over. You don't get that chance again. So um, you kind of weigh that. And uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. But, again, I, I'm not going to compromise myself or I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm only half in it, you know what I mean, and, and potentially somebody gets hurt and, you know. But just kind of living life and, and having experiences and doing what I want to do you know, and just trying to continue to stay happy. And that way someone gets the best version of me, you know, and at that time it's like Russian roulette. It's, you know, I'm risking it, you know, every time, yeah. every day that goes on. Right. You know, so again, if, if whatever's meant to be, will be, you know, I, I'm a believer in that. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I guess I'm playing the long game, you know what I mean? But I got to do what's right for me. And, and I guess I'll know it'll finally click when the time's right. But also I, I think gonna say that, yeah. sometimes you got to take chances too, you know, shoot your shot, you know, so there's that as well. It's just right now with all the shit that's going on in my life the last couple of years, man, I feel like I deserve it. So I'm just going to stay the course for now. Um, definitely, you know, don't, don't need somebody, do want somebody, um, yeah, I'm going to take my time, I guess, you know, and I, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. We'll have to find out. Yeah, I think I, it's funny because I've known you for so long. It's like I see you getting somebody that just has a complete understanding of uh, your personal space, your personal endeavors and like what, what you're trying to do and won't stand in your way, but more or less kind of stand back and give you room to do those things as well yeah. as make you better, you know, and sure. that's it's. It's harder to find than you think, but it's also not as rare, I feel like. It's, it's, I think people are out there that are like that. You know, it's just who do we choose? Who do we surround ourselves with? You know, and who do we, uh, you know, what, what red flags do we, do we kind of look away from when they're, plain, they're in plain sight? You know, like, I feel like sometimes we do that as people, just wanting to be social, social creatures. We, we overlook these red flags that are right there in the beginning because we don't want to pass up opportunities. So I think when it's like easy, the easier it is in the beginning, the the more likely it is to be something real, you know? Yeah, no, I feel that. You know, I think too, like dating is so different nowadays too. Like I, I finally got off all the, the dating sites and I got just, I mean, you swipe out of boredom, right? You know, you kind of yeah. want to like hope something hits, but I just, it's... You got all these women that have all these freaking um, demands and you know what I mean? It's like, well, you want you wonder why you're single, because if you don't give a guy a chance just because he has a child or um, he's not over 5'10", you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dude, I've seen those, man. You, you <laughs> might miss out those. on somebody special, you know what I'm saying? It goes both ways. There's guys that are way too picky. So, Oh, yeah, dude, absolutely, man. I was, dude, that's such a good point because, um, man, like... 
it's it's so interesting how everyone has like a set of things that they're just attracted to that that go without being forced right like it's just things that are inherent like we're just oh this is what i'm attracted to naturally right Mm -hmm. but then there's other things that it's like by making these requirements you're just shortening you're, you're closing that window of opportunity there and you're, cl- you're, you're minimizing the size of the pool of people that you have to even choose from by doing that. And I hate saying that because on one hand, who am I to tell people to settle, you know? Sure. But I do think that it's there's, we're in a weird generation, man. And I keep saying it. Maybe I'm maybe it's not even generational, but I feel like uh, more than ever before we're in this we're in this generation where people seem to think that we are deserving of complete happiness. Mm-hmm. And I do think we're des- we're all deserving of happiness, but I think that there's a limit where it's like how, do do you want is it is it kind of uh what do you call it? Is it almost an impossibility to think that you can get happiness all the time? I absolutely, dude. Life is not like that. So sure. it's like you're you're kind of setting yourself up for failure by saying like I deserve happiness if you believe that happiness is ha- comes with no compromise at all like you have to <clears throat> compromise in life you 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 may like 90% of your job but 10% is still going to be there and you might never be able to lim- elim- eliminate sorry eliminate that 10% and you have to and some people may even be 60 40 but they're willing to to deal with that 40% of their job they don't like because sure. the 60 is worth it and just believing that you're not going to have any compromise or that you should minimize your compromise to only 10% and be 90% happy might even be unrealistic. No, I agree with that 100%. You're definitely shrinking the pool the less and less you're willing to compromise because let's face it, you're not going to find someone that's 100% perfect because nobody is. You know what I mean? There's just, of course, we all have things we like that we look for, but at the same time, you know, the smallest thing will trigger somebody to just, you know, shut it down and you miss a potential great match, you know, and it's sad. Um, we are a very judgmental society, you know, um, and we all may judge here and there, but at the end of the day, man, there's, I, I do believe there's a lot of good people out there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird, weird day and age. And I always feel like I have an older soul. Like I, I'm still, I'm always, I'm still a big kid, but like, I feel like, I don't know. I would have fit better a couple of generations back, maybe. I don't know. It's weird. I hear that, dude. You know what I mean? I hear that. Yeah. You, you go by like the music I listen to, the things I like, and I don't know. It's just it's weird. I think about that time to time. But you know, at the end of the day, you gotta enjoy it today. We are we are here. You can't go back. Can't go forward. And uh, you make the best of it. That's what I try to do all the time. And you know, if if it's a date or just hanging out with a friend or a female, I just I want it to be. a a positive experience regardless whether it doesn't blossom into anything you know what i mean like that's just the level i'm at now i just want good vibes and and good times as cliche or as stupid as it sounds it's just what i'm about nowadays well i got a i got a question for you and maybe i could use some of your advice being that you're more of a um kind of i mean i wouldn't say you're more of a just all all around outdoorsy guy but i feel like you kind of you you like the physical activities you like to go out and do stuff um, I don't know, man. I, I like even with my girl now. Like I know she likes to go to the beach. I don't really like the beach. She talked about going on a cruise. I never would have went on a. I, I would never, ever consider going on a cruise. Like if it was up to me, 
Mm. I'm never going to be like, yo, bro, let's go on a cruise. That's just not my thing. Sure. There's a lot of things that I'm finding out are not my things. And the more I say them out loud, it's like, damn, am I just like a hermit? I like to stay in the crib all the time. Like, how do you, uh, what's, what's your advice on that, man? Because, you know, I also, my girl is very understanding, but I also don't want to be the guy that doesn't do anything and doesn't, uh, like won't, won't be involved in certain things that I know would make her happy, even if they necessarily wouldn't make me happy. And I, and I, I want to say that by saying I am willing to do certain things that I might not normally do on my own because she wants to do them because that's what relationships are. Yeah, 100%. And even if you were like, dude, go to go to try come up to Traverse City, dude. I'm not like a jet ski guy, you know. I don't want to. They look fun as hell, but I'm not a water guy. You know me. Right. But right. I but I went with you guys. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your advice on that, man? With like doing things like like that when I'm not really um, sort of geared towards those things. I would just say, yeah, I mean, keep an open mind because you might do something that you might, you know, that's outside of your comfort zone that you're like, oh, damn, well, I can really do this. You know what I mean? Like, this is fun. Or even if you just do it for her, I think that part's important because I know I fell into a rut towards, uh, you know, the end of my relationship to where I wasn't. I just got, you know, comfortable, didn't really care about going out and, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And that that hurts a relationship. I think you got to. You got to keep doing those type of things. You got to get out of your comfort zone and just, even if you don't want to, just go and do it. And who knows, you might end up liking it, really. I think that's yeah. the best advice is just try new things, keep it fresh, you know, and even, again, just put put your game face on, you know, even when yeah. you're not feeling it, you know what I mean? And, you know, nine times out of 10, usually you enjoy yourself because you're with the person you love and just give it a chance. That's, that's <laughs> no, honestly... You're right. You're right, though. Yeah, dude. I, I remember like uh, when we first went out, we went to we went on ice skating. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Yeah. And I kind of had like a negative approach. Not negative, but I was just like, oh man, what? I was actually more nervous. Like, what if I suck? And then it's not fun for her. I was in my own head, and then went and did it, and realized like it was fun as hell. I had like way a way better time than I thought I would. It got to the point where I didn't even want to leave, and they were shutting shit down. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude, I don't want to leave right now. I'm right, right. Blast. So I think you're right. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Just just to kind of put that game face on and get out there. Yeah, well, I know you're a little bit more of an introvert. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from. And trust me, I, I like a good balance, too. Like, there's times where I, I want to go out and party, but there's times I want to be left alone. I just want to be by myself and tidy up the crib, work on a little project here or there. Or shit, just lay back and watch a movie, man. I mean, just all how you feel. But I think just keeping that, keeping it fresh and, and up to beat is uh, very important. And, um, yeah, I know, you know, you live and learn, man, you go through the ebb and flows of life and you figure out what works and what doesn't it's trial and error. You know, we're all here learning and trying to grow. So I think self growth is important. You know, we talk about that shit all the time. <clears throat> you got to continue to work on yourself at, at, until the day you die. You know what I mean? I think uh, we're always learning and I've, uh, you know, I've talked to like, you know, be in, in Hollywood or older cats, you know, and they've said, you know, wow, didn't look at it that way. You know what I mean? And learning from a younger cat like we look to them for knowledge or anybody else in our life that's been through it you know i think that's yeah. sometimes the best teacher is experience so if you don't go through that experience you'll never know firsthand yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um yo i wanted to bring something up too that i didn't get to bring up um with you guys i don't know you know the nelk boys i don't know they're like these kid podcasters uh i mean they're not kids but they're really young I might even be saying their name wrong, but um, 
they got really famous. One of the guys that's on their podcast is that dude that keeps going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the Full Sun podcast, is it? That's what it is, the oh, Full okay. Sun podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. those were the Nelk boys, but I don't know now. I, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, those guys, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. They had a... Uh, fuck you doing they had uh they had trump on their uh on their on their podcast recently yeah they took it down though right youtube took it down yeah which i thought was so strange because they uploaded clips that are still on youtube but as a whole the whole episode was taken down by youtube like it was flagged i guess no shit do you think that that's fucking crazy or what i mean really just talking about wild shit or i mean was it uh political or but still i mean i hate the whole cancel culture thing so i mean that's kind of where i was gonna head with that one after you asked that question because we you know i think maybe you and i we might even have we may agree on 90 percent of things but we might not know or we might not have the same you know it's subjective as to what's what's crazy you know and i feel like i don't know man youtube is youtube is definitely uh, isn't it it's i mean it's a company right it's a corporation so they can yeah. do what they want sure you know they they make the rules but it is pretty pretty crazy when they're allowing a whole bunch of shit to be said on youtube mm-hmm. and that yet just because it's trump they'll take it down yeah i know it's it's wild man um i was actually at the dentist uh was it two days ago what's his um what's his new social media called there's like a waiting list for it Oh, I actually forgot. I forgot. Well, really? There's yeah. Waiting yeah. List for it? What does that mean? Like you they're trying to like up? they're trying to like fix bugs and all this stuff and, and get everything right before they let all these people on the platform. So, <clears throat> yeah, I guess they're letting people on slowly. I mean, I don't need any more social media, but if it's a, this is like a new Twitter. Obviously, since they got banned from Twitter, so yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. Whatever people want to do, if, it seems like a uh, obviously a more conservative platform, but. um I don't know. I found that interesting, and that's just uh, that's where we're at, man. Uh, you know, you can't just everything you say. You got to be responsible for, and um, you know, like like Kid Rock. I mean, he's like so unapologetic about it, and you got to kind of respect that, you know. And he doesn't yeah. serve the big corporations. And um, I think when you're in bed with these corps, man, you're kind of at their mercy, and you gotta you gotta play ball. You know what I'm saying? And um, because the last thing you want to do, if you're if that's your money maker and cash cow, and you get sued, or you get canceled, then you're out your bag basically. Well, it's it's really crazy to say because you know when we're talking about Trump, I mean obviously this guy this guy has taken taken it upon himself to to um, sort of lean into the caricature that that people don't like about him. Mm-hmm. So I can see you know why that's problematic, um, but it's it it's. I guess the principle that bothers me or the, or the idea behind what bothers me is that similar to Kid Rock and Joe Rogan, right? Like you do things, you set out to do things and be successful, but you never know how successful you're going to be or you never know where, how far your, your reach goes. Sure. And it's crazy to think that you could be the same person your whole life and speak the same way. Obviously, you'll grow and, and, and your mind will change on things here and there throughout your life because you grow as a person but it's crazy to think that you could be in the same body your whole life but you get to a point where you're so known that now you can't even speak anymore because yeah. everywhere you the, these outlets that you've used time and time again they all go oh well you're a, you you just have way too much influence and it's like well 
I didn't want that influence. Like that shit just like I you can't force influence. That's what I think is so strange about this thing. It's like you can't force influence, but yet you can say things and enough people will listen because you resonate with them. And so it's like, but why should you be in trouble for that? You know what I mean? Like I can see in cases like Hitler, but it's like, is Hitler as much as the problem as these people are to be this angry that they want to channel it in a negative way? Or is it just the guy that's the problem? Because my, my, my opinion is that whether it's Hitler or not, it's not the problem that it's the the guy that everyone follows. It's the mentality of wanting to follow a guy mm-hmm. because you can switch Hitler out with anybody. Once you take out Hitler, there's going to be another guy. And so as long as there's someone that can fill that spot, I wouldn't be as much worried about who's in that spot as I am worried about the people that are uh, easily impressionable. Sure. Well, you know, you find Trump like super interesting. You know what I mean? Because you look at, the whole business aspect and then like he stayed true blue and everybody was like so sick of politics and politicians and you got an anti-politician in there and a lot of people loved it at first and then he became this this enemy obviously put his foot in his mouth plenty of times obviously doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't come without flaws so it goes without saying but he, he's basically been the same dude the entire time and he was like kind of a hero at some one point and then now he's villainized, you know what I mean? It's just crazy to see how the narrative can change. You know, and yeah. he's basically been the same freaking person the entire time. That's that's another thing. Um, and there's certain people that I look up to, whether it's like Jordan Peterson or Thomas Sowell or even Kanye West, like because Kanye West had a big influence on me as a as a an artist, but not sure. even just as an artist, just a person who is being told no over time and then doesn't take no for an answer. Like the, these guys, you know, the Elon Musks, these guys that just don't take no for an answer and want to succeed, it's crazy how much positive vibes they give off to certain people. But then if you want to see the negatives in those people, you can because we all have positive and negative in us. It's perspective, right? It's perspective. Yeah. Like I've heard I've heard tons of people say Jordan Peterson changed my life in a positive way. And then I've heard other people say he's either dangerous or problematic or or you know and it's weird because i think i think we can be both things sure we can be we can be dangerous and we can be good it just depends on how you look at things but you know i think over it's just weird how you know i don't know if it's ever been this crazy where like you know obviously martin luther king had this one vision and that's the vision that we all hung on to Mm. and that's the dream but yet now people are looking at his personal life under the microscope and being like, well, if you're saying it's the dream, but but I can't follow you now because, and I can't believe in that dream because you are cheating on your wife. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, when do we, when do we lose sight of the fact that we can be more than one thing? You know, I, I it's not to say that, you know, uh, they can't be judged. Cause I think people should be judged for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just, uh, you know, I think if you look at anyone on, under a microscope, you're, you're just going to find way more dirt, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to dig deep enough, you're going to find some skeletons, right? I mean, that's for anybody. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's a different life. Life is ever changing. And I guess either you adapt to it or you get left in the dust, right? Yeah. You know? Do you ever get scared about that? Yeah. And, and you, you struggle with certain things. Like, you know, I just... 
you're getting older and um it it just it seems to fly by the older you get do you feel that way yeah yeah it's like man just the months keep going by like we're already in april you know of 2022 it's just mad wild to think about i get lost in that sometimes and i just try to it's like when you you want to you want to do all this stuff and stay busy but then that almost makes time go by even faster you know what i mean because you want to have yeah, all yeah, these experiences yeah. and get so much done um yeah sometimes it's just it's good to sit back and reflect too and just take it easy and crank it up when you have to you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah so yeah man uh anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here uh i don't have anything man that's pretty much that's pretty much it dude it's it's like i said i wish i had i wish i was focus on more things and i think it's so funny because like other than that will smith shit if that didn't happen <laughs> it's like there's a lot of things i choose to stay away from now like and i yeah. hate that because you know you want to have topics to talk about and you want to weigh in on things but um actually one last thing i want to ask you is you ever feel like i know this is what we do and we're doing a podcast and things like that but you ever feel like you just don't want to have an opinion on certain things yeah absolutely you know there's it's like even if you do it's like man do i want to feel this way or should i feel this way you know what i mean you kind of battle yourself on certain topics and um yeah i think uh sometimes it's 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 better off not saying anything you know what i mean like but certain things do need to be said and i guess where you are and and who you are i guess it all plays a role because like you said we're all being judged on on what we say and people might look at us for some of the wild shit we've said on our podcast you know and yeah. but it's we're trying to entertain you know we're trying to be therapeutic not only to ourselves but to, to people you know we're trying to just i think laughter is one of the best medicines in the world and we can go from diving in deep to you know being silly and stupid but there are certain things where it's like yeah I've even questioned myself, and why did I say that? Like you mentioned before, like, why did I go so hard on this topic? Did I really need to? You know, I mean, I think about that stuff too, like looking back, but, you know, in the moment, you know, we're, we're emotional people. We're all just talking heads, and we everybody has an opinion. Everybody yeah. has opinions, so, uh, and people people like to hear people bullshit, right? It's like, it's shop talk, man. You're in the barber shop, you know, you're out and about with your boys, you're sitting at the bar, and whatever it may be man you know and you should you should hear some of the conversations that we gotten back into playing poker lately so you know the boys talk mad shit and there's just so many it's like dude you're lucky that fucking uh, microphone's not on right now you know what i mean like you really just right, say that right. but uh no i feel you on that is that is there certain things that you're just battling with or no no just like uh well i was talking to a friend at work and she mm. she was saying you know we haven't caught up in a long time and i was like and you know, I asked her like, "How you doing?" And she's like, "How you doing?" And she was like, "How you no, doing?" And I was like, "How you doing? How you doing? How you doing over there? You all right?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I, I'm actually really good." And she's like, "I feel like I always say that, and people think that I'm lying." And she's mm -hmm. like, "But I'm actually really good. Like, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't have negative things in my life." Um, she's like, you know, basically saying that like, even if something bad happens, I know there's someone that has it so much worse. So I just have a perspective that. Uh, you know, I can't really complain about this shit. And so I was telling her like the same thing almost like when I went to go visit my mom, you know, during the during when the pandemic started and Trump was in office and all this shit and I was working from home, we would talk about politics all the time. And I think that my aunt and my mom and, and even me from them, I would like to hear what they had to say. And they actually liked my opinion. So 
when I went back, my aunt was asking me, what do you think about Ukraine? And I was thinking, and I, and I just told her, I said, you know what? I don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know much about it. And um, obviously, I had listened to, to the podcast that you guys did when I was on the road on the way back. And so I heard the gentleman that called in that served yes, uh, yeah. in the military, right? And um, it's just, it's interesting because... It's like you said, like, I don't think I should be talking about topics that I know nothing about, even though I still do sometimes. Like, Oh, I'm yeah, waiting, we all but, do sometimes. But it, when we're talking about something so serious like that, it's like, that's just something that, like, you know what? It's like, I don't even want the responsibility to have to have an opinion about that stuff because in no way, shape, or form am I an, am I an expert. In no way, shape, or form am I morally superior than the next person. But who am I to say what's going on? I mean, do I think killing is wrong? Absolutely. But what do I know about the history that goes on there? What do I know about Ukraine as a whole? What do I know about Russia as a whole? Not much, man. I, I, I don't really know much about it. And, and, you know, it's just it's easy to be like, oh, this is wrong. But it's harder to go. Why is it wrong? How long has it been going on? What, what are the what are the, the ins and outs? And. I just, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like sometimes I just don't want to be looked at like I have a responsibility to respond to certain topics. Like I shouldn't have to, you yeah. know? No, I think, yeah, you should. If you want to bow out of a conversation, I mean, there was one sitting in the sauna at the gym. A bunch of guys were talking about something. I just kind of just sat there and, you know what I mean? Just kind of yeah. observed, you know what I mean? And just trying to gain perspective from other people's opinions. But I, I just didn't interest me. You know what I mean? So I just kept it moving and I agree with that. You know, I kind of, I watched for like the first week and don't get me wrong. I'm not being like unsensitive to what's going on over there. Obviously um, don't like to see people dying and countries being invaded. And I think it's, it's messed up. And, but I just diving into the news and that negativity, dude, it, it has a negative effect on me. So I stay away from it. And that's why like now I really don't have much to say because I'm out of the loop, you know, by choice. And that's just my mm-hmm. choice. And, you know, I just don't care. To, not, not that I don't care about it. Just don't care enough to, to comment on it and don't know enough. Like, I'm, I'm ignorant to it now. So I'm kind of out of the loop. I don't have much to say. Like, I'll listen to somebody, you know. But, uh, yeah, you can't comment on stuff that uh, either you don't have an opinion on, right? So what's the point? I, I, I think that's a, it's a funny point because even you saying you don't care, it's like, not that you don't care about it, yeah. But it's just like I can't, I can't, le- like, I can't use my energy towards that because I don't have the capacity at this point, and sure. it's, nor do I have the, the answers. And it's funny because I didn't get to touch on this, but I heard you bring it up when I was listening to the podcast that I was I wasn't able to to join on uh, about the guy that you know had the pig heart, mm-hmm. and how he passed away. It's, it's almost the same thing as, like, someone asking me about Ukraine is, like, asking me about heart surgery. It's like, dude, I didn't go to school for that. Like, I don't, I don't, you wouldn't ask me my opinion on it. You'd ask a, a professional, a doctor. Yeah. Because even doctors that, look look at what happened with him. They, you got people researching this shit for long t- a long time trying to do something that's better. If you were to ask me, hey, man, would you be, would, would you use a pig heart to save somebody? Yeah, morally, I would say, yeah, I would think. And that sounds like the right answer right off the bat. But you might ask 50 doctors to get 50 different answers because they've studied this shit for longer and go, well, it sounds good in theory. But if you try it now, this guy, you know, he passed away anyway. 
it might have been better to get him a human heart or sure. you know trying to get pig hearts into people comes with a whole shit ton of consequences that we might not be ready for and they're more apt to they're more um you know educated in in this field so i just think that that's the thing like people expect you to have input and opinions on everything and it's like sometimes i'm just not I'm not versed enough, and I'm going to say the wrong thing, and then I'm going to get looked at like I'm an asshole. Well, you made a good point. You're a very self-aware individual, too, but, like, if you have so much on your plate, too, you can't burden any more negative bullshit, you know? Yeah. And you just refuse to, and I think that's it comes with self-awareness. So I think uh, it's more people need to do that as opposed to just opening the floodgates and having it pour in, and then now you're in the loop on all this negativity. You know, your feet are held to the fire for things you said when you weren't completely versed on it, like you said. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's normal, you know what I mean? So you're not alone in that regard. Yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate it. And there's also like a balance too, because I try <clears> to bring up really like we're, we're, we are in a podcast. So I know that anything that's happening within the, the, the current events, people are going to expect us to speak on sure. because they probably want to ha- hear our opinions. And that's why like, I'll try to stick with, I'll try to bring it down to at least like surface level morality or like how would I just off the bat, just me being me without any extra information, how would I respond? You know, almost like surface level. And I think as long as I'm being genuine in that, then it's okay to make mistakes because I don't have the valid information yet. And then when it comes out, then I'll be able to move accordingly, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to have, you know, tough conversations too, because there's times, you know, where... Even in our podcast, we don't all agree on, on stuff, but we're working yeah. as a unit, and I think it's important to, to have conversations if it's something that's important or that you, you feel strongly about. You know, I think um, a good example of that would be on uh, Brilliant Idiots with uh, Kendra G and Andrew Schultz when they were talking about this whole Will Smith thing. And uh, at the end of it, like, they definitely disagreed and, and poked fun at each other, and then at the end of it, she's like, you know, I really, you know, respect you for what you do and, and you're a good dude. And, you know, I think that that stuff is more positive and more impactful than sometimes not saying anything at all. You also don't want to let, you know, certain things fester and because then if you pop off at the mouth, you can be in even, even more trouble. So I do think it's important to talk to things, maybe on not, a, not so much of a public platform, but I think in general, people will be better off having tough conversations, whether it's with people they trust or a therapist or friends or family, you know what I mean? I think that stuff needs to be done. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe that's why even, you know, the the podcast world has grown so much because it's the most uncensored, you know, it, just, just hearing people work out their thoughts in real time yeah. is so much more important than people trying to not step on certain things because they'll offend people. Because I think for so long, anyone that talks about anything it's it's like if it's public then it's on a public platform that is liable so they will stay away from certain things or have to cover up missteps whereas with podcasting it's like man we're just regular people just shooting the shit yeah and you may you may tap in and and not agree with what we said and we may even be wrong but it's almost like yeah but we need people to be wrong because we need people to just be talking we need sure. people to actually care. We need to see people being wrong and see people learn from their mistakes. Absolutely. I think that that's, that's important, man. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather be pressed on something I said and be wrong about it publicly than not say anything and not or, or feel like I can't say state my opinion, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's important.
I think, yeah, our missteps, that's how we learn too. You know, no losses, just lessons. And you got to build on those. Exactly. I like that though. No losses, yeah. no lessons, man. Absolutely, man. So, uh, well, Jay, man, it's great catching up with you. I miss you being on the pod. So I'm glad we could release this uh, bonus episode. Hope, uh, hope the fans enjoy it, man. So you stay safe and be good. And we're going to talk soon, man. I appreciate you having me on again and being able to do this with you, bro, because I miss you too, and I can't wait to get back on with the boys. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. I love you. And uh, remember to hit us at Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com. Love y'all. Peace.